0: welcome back to the dynasty rewind everybody the best in the business is back in business the four of us back together just the way we like it ready to guide you through week nine so it's here we're like halfway through the season hopefully your teams are in good shape um maybe you're starting travis urban Tyler Irvin, whatever. I don't know. Before we get to that, I want to just take a minute and talk to you about our friends over at DynastyHunter.com. At Owner, they play a brand of fantasy football that is as close to real NFL football as possible without putting the pads on. Owner challenges you to manage your roster using real NFL salaries within a salary cap. This adds an entirely new level of strategy to your game. No new leagues are forming currently, but you can still log in and get on the wait list. And who knows? There's always the faint of heart that abandoned ship. So there could be a team waiting for you to be its savior. Head on over to dynasty today and tell them the crew at the dynasty rewind sent you. Um, Also speaking of people that love this podcast and love Nate Christian, Cody's checking in and saying big trust.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: just want to <laughs> let you know that Cody is in fact a Steelers fan. So uh, this is, a feud. this is like the the most pointless feud ever cody and nate <laughs> it's great uh our intern sean checking in with the little fire emoji that's fire i guess you could say and frank checking in good evening frank always good to see you in the comments hopefully we get some more comments too if anyone has any trade questions or starts or sits that they're curious about go ahead and um and throw them in the comments we'll be happy to help you guys out as we go through the show here that's what we're here to do we want to help you win um also sometimes i'm so busy helping other people with start sits i don't have time to set <laughs> my own rosters you guys have that problem yeah, yeah sunday morning is sure. crazy
2: man get mm-hmm. people flooding yeah, my wrong. inbox and like i'm not even looking at my own lineups yet and it's like 12:45. i'm like oh shit who am i starting <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm on
3: the i'm on the sound box at church just trying to mix the mix the music up and then also mix my lineups up and it's it's not been good so far this season my lineups have struggled
0: Frank wants to know if he can unsit Hasty. Um, I don't know. You should probably keep him sat. <laughs> Hasty, yeah.
3: Hasty. broke my heart, man. We're gonna get that to him tough.
0: in a little bit, but I'll tell you what. I'm not being the, the best host right now. I want to welcome back the crew here. So joining us from Arizona, we got Chev uh, and Nooney. What's good, Chev?
3: What's going on, boys? It was been pretty hot this week, but I think it was because of these fire hoodie that just showed up. If you did not get one, you guys have missed out. These things are comfortable. You guys better hit us up on the next one. That is for sure.
0: It was worth the money. And speaking of someone who does not yet have a hoodie, we got uh, Porkman. What's going on, Pork?
1: Oh, great. You didn't want to spend the money on me, but that's okay. Man. Dude, you got two
0: money hoodies, money. a t-shirt, <laughs> know, and a one Do you know how much it would cost to ship that? <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to see you you got working? Working. They'll
3: probably still be counting votes, so. Yeah,
0: Frigate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it next week anyway. <laughs> I saw a meme that said if Chick Fil A would be in charge of counting votes, this would have been done two weeks ahead of time. That's um, it's so true. It's so true. And uh, joining us is what well, we got, Nate
2: Christian. How you doing, Nate? It is good to be back. I had a great vacation. I like to say I miss you guys, but you guys blew my phone up, so I didn't really miss you. <laughs> you are welcome for that. I try to leave you on, leave you alone as much as possible
3: no you're Um, good it was fun just think how garrett feels though he's not even on the podcast anymore and his phone's blown up 24
0: 7 so so (laughs) um so we got some some, yeah exactly um so we got people checking in we got troy king saying sub squad troy good to see you like the Mm. FF800er wants to know would you trade it's harris time will harris for a bag of chips not even for one of those Lay's ketchup chips that they have <laughs> a parent. I'm
1: trading him for I'm trading him for a bag of chips because he's making fun of me about Dawson Knox. You take that back. Mm, nah, that he's crazy.
0: Crazy. <laughs> Nate Markham <laughs> from over at Fantasy and Frames. Check them out Sunday mornings. Um if you need some last minute start and sit advice, they do a fantastic pregame show. Nate, Say
2: what's up? Nate and me and another Nate. We're gonna do a Nate show. Okay. We're gonna so, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a Nate Nate football. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great uh, Dynasty Vipers checking in Stash is looking pretty <laughs> Look at that. We're all rocking facial hair
3: Angus' stash looks disgusting man That thing is a freaking thing of beauty Oh, it is.
0: it is, it's looking good And uh, Troy is commenting on our new overlay um, We got the new overlay here That's courtesy of our good friend Maddie Big Chest, he was on Tuesday night's Waiver Wire stream, great guy Does some great graphic works and he's a starving College student so if you need graphic done He turns it around real quick You need graphics, you need money. That's kind of how it works. Um, Okay, great. So the FF88 is agreeing with you that that's a good answer. And Nate is saying, you need another five Nates and you got it. (laughs) You got it going on. So, all right, great. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to some <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miami has placed running back Miles Gaskin on IR. Um, Jordan Howard probably still won't see the field. That's a three-week IR Then MCL sprain. Detroit quarterback Matthew Stafford placed on the COVID list. Um, that He does not have COVID. He was in close contact with somebody that did have COVID. So there's still a chance he could play, but his backup is Chase Daniel. I guess you could do worse, yeah. right? He filled in for Trubisky a couple times and did okay. okay.
3: He, he okay. does what the Bears want you to do as a quarterback. Just hold on tight. Hold on to the football. Don't don't give it to the other team. Let our defense score all the points.
0: So I did see also that Trubisky has a shoulder injury. Right, <laughs> yeah. He's been handing he out play. water. It's
3: pretty <laughs> fierce out there. So he's squeezing the bottles too hard, they said. <laughs> so he caught a couple cramps in the shoulder, and they're going to check that out.
0: Seems, Seems
2: like a so pretty serious injury. Yeah, he's <laughs> out today. He's out mm. in L.A. with a special shoulder doctor because apparently it could be struck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: True.
3: We're not going to be structuring his contract again. I know that, so yeah. we're good. You know what I mean? Mean?
0: So somebody that's not in the state of California anymore is wide receiver Dante Pettis. He's been released by the 49ers, and he has been um, signed by the Giants, and somebody put on the show sheet, Mediocre Signing of the Week. Thank you to whoever put that <laughs> Um. So... so- San Francisco has officially placed Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle on IR. Um, I think there's more optimism for Garoppolo than Kittle right now. Mm-hmm. So j- seeing what the 49ers do, not being clickbaity here, Kittle could end up being droppable in redraft if it's season ending. But just mm-hmm. wait a week or two if you have the bench, please. Just
3: throw him on IR. I mean, it's free. Mm-hmm. You can pick them another player. players. So. Yeah, I mean, if
0: some redraft leagues don't have IR. I've seen that, too. So. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, And you should, I think. Um, Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians expects wide receiver Chris Godwin to play. That's updated. He will play. Um, Running back Kenya Drake has been ruled out for the Cardinals. The Lions have ruled out Kenny Galladay. Wide receiver Michael Slantboy Thomas is expected to be active on Sunday night. Indianapolis wide receiver... T.Y. Hilton is doubtful for Sunday with a groin injury. Uh, New York Giants running back Devonta Freeman out on Sunday with an ankle injury. There's also, I saw a sleeper update today. Wide belief, Golden Tate gets benched. Did you guys see that sleeper notification? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. You? I think it has to do with his wife. His
1: wife was popping up the gums or some stuff. I don't, I don't know. know how he's always open. And Antics. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Okay, so um, Golden, my man. You got to tell your wife to chill out a little bit, bud. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, when my wife tells me you need to tell your boss, blah, 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 and you guys should do this, blah, blah, blah. I said, I'll tell you what. You come set the car up on the lift. You come pull the tires off. You look at it, and then you could tell me how the shop should run. Right? Um, Okay, the FF aviator is saying he was complaining he wants the ball more. Don't have Daniel Jones as your quarterback. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. If you want the ball more. That's I hate to say it, but that's really
3: Maybe he moves the quarterback and get the ball all he wants then.
0: He wanted to go to New York. Um he was, I believe, offered a contract extension or a contract in Philadelphia when he was there for a brief period of time. And he, <laughs> he did not money. Yeah, he took the money. So all right. Nate, <laughs> pet.
3: Oh man, Pork had a freaking party hat uh, on for a
0: little bit. That was great. <laughs> um so let's see where we're a we? hey, denver running back Philip Lindsay, is expected to play sunday carolina plans to activate cmc uh most of have a possibility to play in week 10 and seattle running backs chris carson and carlos hyde i just saw this on espn before we sat down uh, they've been ruled out for sunday versus buffalo so that leaves dj dallas and travis homer the only healthy backs dj dallas you listened us last week. He could have been a week winner for you. So, big ups to DJ for pulling it out, man. He he looked, he looked good. Somebody else too, right?
2: There's somebody yeah, else now too.
0: Alex, Alex Collins. Collins. I did see that. I forgot to put that on here. I thought he went to jail for like having a bunch of guns and stuff in his car, didn't he? I think he did that already. Service time. Okay. All right. All right. So, <laughs> welcome back to the NFL, Alex Collins. Um, he looked good with the Ravens
2: back in the day. He did. Yeah, he but the Ravens can make. Gus Edwards is oh, yeah. good. Make everybody uh, look good. Hey, Gus Edwards is the most effective back in all of NFL history.
0: I love Gus Edwards. And I want to take a minute to say have I not been telling everyone to play Gus Edwards all season? I'm playing him this I, week as a yeah. flex. I played him in a super flex spot a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I lost, but he was in there and you're bi- talk about didn't... super flex, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> later. Speaking so the of, bi- you didn't
2: uh today Mark Ingram was ruled out, I believe.
0: Okay, yeah. I did Ooh, nice. thank you.
2: So, if not out uh, doubtful, so most likely Gus Edwards gets the start, and J.K. Dobbins will see some touches.
0: Okay, and oh, maybe.
2: Ravens play Colts, the Colts, right? Okay, that that
0: should be a good game. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, that that should be a good game. Um, so your bye weeks this week are Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and the Los Angeles Rams.
3: Has anybody else just been absolutely destroyed by the bye weeks these last couple weeks? Because I, my, most of my teams have just been absolutely – there's two players on the bench that I'm able to play. Everybody else is on byes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous.
0: So there's one league where my going into it, my two starting running backs at the beginning of the year were going to be Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I okay. picked up Boston Scott and Giovanni Bernard off waiver. And now all four of them are on bye this week. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's the league I'm starting. Like I started uh, Tyler Irvin, and I legitimately think Lamichael P Ryan is my other
2: starting back because I just, oh, I just hey. don't. I need someone. I'm starting P Ryan in the league too, so I'm right there with you.
0: Yeah, I think we all are at this point. <laughs> so yeah. I started Tyler
2: Irvin in a different league. So
0: <laughs> I started him in a couple spots too. One of them was out of necessity. Hey, I'm happy Um, with it. Yeah. hey. So let's talk about about that game a little bit. Um, The 49ers had that late score to make it look a little bit closer than it was. It really wasn't. But Tyler Irvin, he was your surprise waiver pickup. Um, He finished the game with uh, 11.2 fantasy points. That's full PPR scoring. Eight carries for 24 yards. Four catches for 48 yards. So no touchdowns anywhere. But. For a guy that you got for either free or close to free, 11.2 fantasy points. And, again, your scoring could vary. Mm -hmm. So, he was nice. Devontae Adams was
1: Devontae (sighs) Adams. He's so good. good. 10 for one
0: seventy three and a touchdown. Um, I want to see what you guys think about San Francisco wide receiver Richie James. Nine catches for 184 yards and a touchdown.
2: Scored more points than Devontae Adams by .1. He did.
0: and Are we thinking that this is going to be – I mean, when Debo comes back, I know Brandon Ayuk was out.
2: So this is nah. – we,
0: we even nah. consider him as a waiver pickup? It's,
2: At best, he's still, what, perfect, the fourth wide receiver?
1: Yeah. This is a perfect example of a Mike Shanahan wide receiver. Straight okay. versatility. They all do the same junk. It mm-hmm. just people do it better. I mean, uh, nobody expected him to get 180 yards, but I'd rather, still rather have Debo and Ayuk. And Kendrick Bourne, honestly. Yeah. But he did look fast. So he COVID. had an ankle injury. It didn't seem like it.
3: <laughs> what about them getting the clear to play like this morning? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that just cracks me up. Man. Like, you couldn't have given that last night? And I heard like the, fa- it was a false test on Bourne. I don't know if that was true or not. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's cool. what they said. That's, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: So, Jamichael Hasty was not so McTasty. Four carries for three (laughs) yards, no touchdowns. Two catches for 10 yards, no touchdowns. So, now I did on the show account, I tweeted out, you know, hey, everyone's on Jamichael Hasty this week, all of a sudden. You've been talking about Jamichael Hasty for like eight months. So, if you would have been been listening to this show, you would have already known who he was.
3: And he has the best nickname in fantasy football right now. (laughs)
1: Matt
0: um, Tasty. So Nate <laughs> is saying, Did you guys hear Shanny, uh, Kyle Shanahan supposedly had 85% of plays set for Ayuk I did oh, not I it, but, oh. but I believe it. I mean, a lot of people were down on Ayuk They took him in the first round. So, okay. you know, says something right there.
2: I um, think the he's a better. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago with Michael Hoff about their dynasty mm-hmm. value. And I was said at that point, I think they're pretty similar. Honestly, I think I'd rather have Ayuk than Debo.
0: Okay. Yeah, you know Debo's been hurt a little bit too, so.
1: Well, it's because Debo is such a physical presence on the field. He just wants to run you over. Ayuk's types of guy that you know he can probably stay healthy for a little bit longer. Debo actually runs like he's Debo from Friday, so I think I probably will take Ayuk for the most part.
0: Let me ask you guys this: Ayuk or his former Arizona State uh, team I wanted to <laughs> say it so that everybody else that's listening could hear it. So uh Brandon Ayuk. I- I-
2: I'm gonna go Ayuk. I mean, I think everyone's gonna go Ayuk
0: easily. Okay, all right, good. So also
2: are on the 49ers. Is George Kittle injury prone? Yeah. He's,
3: he's getting close, that's Not for that sure. They, Not no. that he
2: necessarily gets injured easily. But he plays so physical, so hard all the time that if you have him, you have to expect him to miss a couple games each year. But just because of how much wear and tear is on his body, and if he's going to miss a couple games every year, does that make him not the tight end one in dynasty? Does that move Kelsey above him as like the tiebreaker? Does that move Mark Andrews above him or somebody else? Maybe like I'm not trying to be down on George Kittle, but yeah, it looks like he's going to miss is the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, even
1: Mark Andrews that. now. Because he's so touchdown dependent now that the offensive line is really messing up his production, honestly, to tell you the truth. Because now he has to stay back and block for yeah. the most point. And to me, it doesn't sound like Kittle is like the new age Gronk now. Because remember, Gronk was getting hurt, too. He was missing games. Yep. So that that's, that's a toughie. I probably would still take Kittle because he's so god darn good. Over Kelsey? Yeah.
0: No, I'm going to go Kelsey. Oh. And here's why I'm going to take the better player on a better offense, even at an, an advanced age with, with, yeah. I mean, I know he has an injury history as far as um, he gets surgeries and stuff in the off season, but I'm sure that a lot of guys get cleanups and stuff that we never hear about. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I'm going to take that. Now that being said, if we are saying that Kelsey or Kittle's slightly injury prone, I'm not going to say it to his face. I can tell you that. No. Cause I'm sure he ripped my face off, but, um, that's that's. I, is,
1: I I honestly don't think that Garoppolo is going to be there for a long time either. So if Been they get another quarterback, that, that could is very propel true. him to something better. That's why I or still take Kittle dude, to the he's good. But well, yeah, it could be worse. That's true. It could be way worse. Be for this game. So
2: on the Jimmy G thing, his contract has a very easy out this offseason. The dead <laughs> money is only like. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was really low, like 2 to 4 million dollars something like that in dead cap. It's
3: like 2.8, is, I think.
2: It is ridiculously easy to get rid of Jimmy G. And, you know, the 49ers are not winning games. They're going to have a good draft pick. I mean, they've had so many injuries. They're going to have a good draft pick. They could have a top 10 draft pick, and in this draft, I mean, you get a quarterback with 5-year deal on a rookie contract. Yep. I think there's I think a very deep good deep chance Jimmy G out. is not the quarterback next year. And if I have Jimmy G in my Superflex leagues, I am selling. I know you're not going to get much right now, but I'm still selling.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the same thing with Dallas, though, too. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, I think, where Dallas could just move on from Dak and get a five-year player, a rookie. Like It's mm-hmm. not a, it's not going to be an easy choice because, I mean, they got Dak and he's been great for him. But if you think about it in the long run, they need a quarterback with the low contract to get some of these other guys some help on defense. So I think – It's just where we're at. I mean, they they need a quarterback, and what do you do? Do you take the cheap option and help your team out more, or do you get the guy that is going to want a huge contract and just got a pretty gnarly injury? So yeah, it
1: feels dirty. It feels dirty for them to do that, but it's business at the end of the day.
0: They did offer him a deal; he didn't want it, and he bet on himself. And you know, hey, he could still win. What if, hey, what if you know, what if he ends up in San Francisco? You know what I mean? That's wow. He that would be something that that would be honestly that would i had him pretty high as far as how i view him dynasty quarterback wise but in that system man you know shanahan makes it so that it's easy for quarterbacks to do well i love kyle shanahan i really that do would,
3: that'd be crazy on the rushing though that would make it so hard to pick a running back in that backfield because Dak's gonna run too so, yeah. i mean that would just make it super duper tough then
0: um, our intern has a hot take. Is that uh oh. greater than Andrews? <laughs> what? I like Hawkman, but I like, I
1: like it though. I get it, but I, 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 I do it. like that.
2: I mean, Andrews. Volume. Pork man, trade me Andrews. You don't like him? <laughs>
1: no. Put on I'm the board. I do like Andrews. You're not getting though I can't hear you. Um, get a bet, Nate.
3: Rest of season.
2: Mark Andrews versus T.J. Hawkinson?
3: Yes, oh, yeah. put it on the board. Put it on the board, Nate.
2: Put it on the All
0: board. Right. Sean, it, Sean, put it on Up the board. In. Put it on the board. All right, great. Um, the only other thing of note that I want to talk about, if you guys have, have anything else to chime in, go ahead. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, two catches, but they were 53 yards and two touchdowns. And one of those catches was for 52 yards. So pisses piss the old. I yeah. took
1: the I took two touch I took a two touchdown bet with Devontae Adams, and mm-hmm. he was at the one yard line like three times. Yeah, so, was there's a good couple good.
3: times wow. he caught the ball and he fell out of bounds basically, so that was tough.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It is what it is. Hey, it's my it.
2: Packers, my Packers plus thir- uh, minus thirteen and a half hit. So
0: there you go.
2: I took the uh, oh. took the extra points, got better odds. So. uh might have some more sports betting coming to Dynasty Rewind in the future.
0: Yes. Next. Hey, before we get into our um, starts and sits and our bet pay up, I have a trade question from my brother-in-law, Vinny. He wanted me. He asked me. That's why it's not on the show sheet. He texted me after I already printed it out. Vinny. What? Um, he was offered Ezekiel Elliott, and he would give up Miles Sanders in a third round pick. Um, to clarify the his other running backs that he has on his roster currently i didn't look at the other team but well, i can tell you the team giving ezekiel Elliott is the two-time defending champion and by far and away the best team in the league but vinny on his roster also has clyde edwards helaire josh jacobs jonathan taylor jerek mckinnon joe mixon jk dobbins and cam Akers. now keep in mind that most of these players he got by selling Ezekiel Elliott to the other team in the first place. <laughs> uh, so, um, I completely, I'm going to tell you right now, the trade that's being offered here, I get where the, um, offering party is coming from because he's taking a guy who's having a down year and he's going to turn into someone that he sees as going to be more productive rest of season. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get a third round pick out of it. Um, Personally, I think it's it's low value for Zeke. I think it would probably be good value for Vinny. I think he could also just as well not do the trade and be fine. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, with what we're talking about um, in Dallas, there's a lot of there's some turmoil down there. I've heard some people saying McCarthy might be one and done. If they get a new, <laughs> yeah. coach, they might oh, get a I new quarterback, it. and then all of a sudden, maybe Ezekiel Elliott's not as good of a play you know what I mean? Like he's still going to be Zeke, but he's not going to be, you know, Todd Gurley is not Todd Gurley anymore. I'm not saying that you're going to see that drastic of a drop off, but I did also note, I want to take note that, um, Ezekiel Elliott apparently has some sort of hamstring injury. Um, offensive Mm -hmm. coordinator, Cal Moore said they're going to see what they could do with him on Sunday. So Tony Pollard might be a sneaky little play this week. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, but we got some, some stuff, some questions here. But you're, I want your guys' thoughts on this too before we move on. Oh,
1: Port, I want that's you to go first. Yeah, that's a that's a toughie for me because I, I, of course, I do like Zeke, but you can kind of see like his the slow decline, and it's weird because it's like you can't blame the fumbles on anybody else but him. And He's been hasn't been playing that well. Um, it just that they're. Their team makeup is just confusing for the future, so I don't know if they're going to be behind with their defense being booty, and they're not going to be in running game situations like they were before. So I probably would just stay with the I will stay with the Miles Sanders in the third. Me personally,
0: okay. How about you?
1: You said Chevernet. Sorry. Yeah.
3: yeah, I'm probably going to stick with Zeke, man. I think I still like his production. He's catching balls out of the backfield. Sanders has been injured a lot, too. So um, I'm going to go with Zeke. It sounds like he's got a bunch of guys that can get the job done. Yeah, get the mic close to your mouth, man. And <laughs> I'm going to stick with Zeke on this one just because I think he can afford to Zeke to have a bad season, and then they can go get maybe a Justin Fields or, and when Dak comes back next year, I think he'll be just fine. Okay. The stacked boxes, though, that is going to hurt Zeke the rest of the season, which sucks.
2: It's yeah, frankly- Vin- Vinny would be getting Zeke.
0: Right, Mike. Yeah, Vinny would be getting Zeke. He'd be giving up Sanders in the third. Mm.
2: So, I like Zeke, and I like, like you said, I think this is good value for Zeke. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for for Vinny to get Zeke, but with those running backs, I mean, if you're going to sell Miles Sanders, sell him for a wide receiver. I mean, he's yeah. set at running back. I don't think he needs. Some, I don't think he needs to make this deal. I don't think I don't think this deal makes his team better.
0: Yeah. I don't think so either. And I should also note that I believe I didn't look at the standings. I mean he's I think second place in the league. So he's second or third. So he's right in contention for the championship. He he's there. He had a really bad season last year, and he made a lot of good moves that a lot of people thought were bad. I saw what he was doing, I liked it. And he really reloaded his team this year. As you could tell by you know Clyde Edwards Alaire, Jonathan Taylor. Um, Dobbins and Cam Akers, he, he did really work. well, yeah. So, he did fantastic. So, I think we're all on the same page here. I probably wouldn't do the deal <laughs> as of right now. It is the best, it's best to keep him. So, um, all right, we got some starts and sits, but Nate's saying porky looks so much more awake and excited with me on our Monday show, yeah. Porky why don't you just go be on that show oh. then?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right, so. Jaron's got a start sick question. This is a standard league, dude. Standard league. It's not his fault. It is. Well, (laughs) not the commissioner. Well, we need an overthrow. Okay. Um. So standard league, two wide receiver and one flex. Okay. He's got Adrian Antonio Brown, Wolf Fuller, Justin Jefferson, and he has Julio as well. So he needs three out of those. Antonio Brown, Wolf Fuller, Justin Jefferson, and Julio. I'm not
2: starting AB. Okay. <laughs> well, I have the to start out
1: of, out of necessity in one of my leagues. And uh, Scott Fishbowl.
0: I would go Fuller, Jefferson, and Julio.
1: I'm in the same boat.
0: Yeah,
2: okay. well, Fuller well, has Hula's... a great matchup. Jackson yeah, exactly. really do.
1: Yeah, who does Minnesota play?
2: They
0: play somebody that's not Detroit. too great. Detroit.
1: Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Well, in that yeah. case,
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuller and Jefferson. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of Scott Fishbowl, I started Tyler Irvin. Scott Fishbowl. So. <laughs> um, I do also want to just tell a quick story about how I've gotten really lucky. Two years in a row in this one league. So um the only quarterback I have of note that is actually starting NFL games right now in this league is Carson Wentz. Everybody else, I either drafted him, like maybe he'll be starting at some point, they get hurt, they get cut, whatever. So last year I tried right before Wentz's by to trade for like two weeks for a quarterback. Nothing, 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 nothing. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take the L. And then Ryan Finley gets promoted off the tax or gets promoted to starter. So I got him for one game. And I played him and took him off my taxi squad. So this year, same thing. <sighs> trying to trade, trying to trade, nothing, nothing, nothing. Everybody knows I need a quarterback. Lo and behold, Jake Luton sitting out there on the waiver wire. <laughs> so my five dollar waiver at two years in a row. I'm like, hey, listen, I'll, I'm okay to wing it down to the wire. So it's not, don't, it's not worse than me. Don't panic, people. That's you know one of those things. Relax. I had a guy in my home league. During the draft, he was—he's like, please, please do this trade. Please take Devin Singletary. Just give me two seconds for him, please, please. And I wouldn't do it. And then they drafted Zach Moss, and he's like, "You should have done the trade." I was like, "This is why I didn't do the trade." I was like, <laughs> "Relax, it's April, it's not the playoffs. Right. Chill. Nothing you could do right now." Well, Chef, um, Chef
1: knows in, in our IDP league, my quarterback situation is super brutal. I picked up is- Cooper Rush thinking he was going to start. And I was like, is "Yeah, he- it might be Garrett Gilbert." And I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, I started with Dak and Stafford. Stafford got the COVID, so I literally have Taysom Hill as my starting quarterback because there's absolutely nothing left."
3: <laughs> Which is not a bad option, apparently, because he went it's off not. last week. So
0: and now he's so going to get negative like, too. You watch. That's how he. That's right. what he does, man. <laughs> so I have
1: I, I have one quarterback in a two quarterback league, and I'm still projected to win because my defense is bomb.
3: My team is just absolutely depleted. I I get <laughs> I get Christian McCaffrey back this week, and then boom, see you later, Kittle. We'll smell you. So I I've just been I'm just sad in that league. I I think the most points have been scored on me as well. So just to add some salt to the wound,
0: that's that's rust. Sorry, about I was that.
3: supposed to be first place <laughs> from the projections.
0: You really were,
3: and <laughs> I'm in second.
0: Hey, Frank wants to know Marvin Jones or AB PPR.
3: Marvin Jones for me. Marvin. No Galladay
1: should eat. Yeah. I want
0: to take AB.
1: I don't know why. I'll take the bet, too. I don't he hasn't even, even
3: found a helmet yet.
1: That's fine. <laughs> he don't need a helmet. He's going to go out there and burn everybody anyway. I forgot.
3: I'm talking to the guy that wants his wide receivers to tackle players in practice. Yep,
1: I do. I forgot about this guy. It's called, a, it's called being a man. That's what it is, show. Jerome
0: wants to know, what does everyone think about AB's outlook for the rest of the season? Um, Man, I don't know. He's got some sexual assault allegations against him. So, Bruce Arian said, if he gets found guilty or anything else pops up, he's gone. So, for me, question mark.
2: He's a sell. If you have him on your team
0: still, sell him. Take the value
2: while you can. Yep.
0: Whatever. If it's a
2: second, late second, early third, I'm going to take it. I mean if you want to wait till after this week, you know, even if he doesn't do well, he still just gains value by being on the field. Yeah. So, true. but sell cuz even if he does stay out of trouble, I mean, there's lots of targets, there's lots of mouths to feed in Tampa Bay and the guy is older. He's just he's not going to be what he was. It's nearly impossible for him to come back and step right into that kind of level. Yeah. And if he is a great one
1: person, can, I must say if one person can do it his hell. He has that amazing work ethic.
0: That's why I feel like he might be
1: okay to play.
0: Um, Frank also I'm... wants to know DeAndre Swift or David Montgomery.
1: <laughs> I
0: think Swift. I oh, like Swift. Yeah.
1: I like Swift too, but you don't know if he's gonna get the ball.
0: Chef, who do the, the Bears problem. play this week?
1: Titans. So pretty tough game.
0: I'm gonna go with Swift then.
3: I think I like Swift too. There could be a good amount of drop downs. I forgot Stafford's not playing either, so that that doesn't really help Marvin Jones, huh?
0: Yeah. Well, he's not necessarily not playing. You know, you might not know that until Sunday. You know what I mean? Ten thirty, eleven o'clock Eastern. So, because these guys, they can if they're cleared before the end, they can they can roll out there. So
3: i've go lost track of how many people have got covid and all these testing i i can't keep up man it's just yeah. every other, every other day it's just oh this player's got covid so i'm just waiting for the games to get canceled or rescheduled we haven't We've seen that in a watched. while so that that's good
0: i like that we haven't seen that in a while you know what i mean yeah
1: it's good. Yeah. that was a good thing
0: all right so let's talk about our tuesday night bet our Tuesday night bet was uh, Green Bay running back Tyler Irvin. His weekly average was 1.9 fantasy points, so I set the bar at 2.5 fantasy points. He finished with 11.2. Everybody took the over except for our guest, Maddie Big Chest. Um, so he owes us a shot, and he's going to get a video to me at some point this weekend, and we will play that for you on Tuesday. So, um, also, I was a little nervous because I know Dexter Williams was in there too. He did get a little banged up and had to leave the games. So Tyler Irvin was the main backup to Aaron Jones. Um, like I said before, eight for 24, no touchdowns, four for 48, no touchdowns through the air. Nothing spectacular, but 11.2 off the waiver wire. I'll take it. Sign me up. I'll Take that. All right. So, J Ron's got another question. J Ron Swift <laughs> Gordon. Uh, I'm assuming Melvin Gordon, not Josh Gordon. Or Damian Harris have to start one already starting Montgomery.
3: Hold on. Is this is it is this the league that we're in that I'm trying to get his pick higher?
1: <laughs> I don't
3: know. Hold on. No, I'm not answering this.
0: I'll probably take <laughs> Melvin Gordon. What do you think? What do you guys think?
1: I'm taking Damian Harris. Of course you are.
0: So does Sean. I'll take Swift.
1: I'll take Swift too. All
0: right. Jaron says no, Chev. It's not that one. Okay, you're
3: good then. <laughs> you're good. All right. So you're good,
0: Jaron. Um, okay. You want to bet for this weekend? Yeah. I do, actually. Yeah. How are we going to do? We're doing. You got
2: one now? and
0: Yeah. Okay, go so ahead. So I got
2: one now for the uh, Sunday game. So I'm going to go with uh, a player that we looked at this offseason as a rookie who has some opportunity coming up. He's a scrub, so don't worry. He's a scrub. That's what I love about this. Miami Dolphins running back. Salvan <laughs>
0: Ahmed. Oh, oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> with Matt oh, Breda boy. out
2: and Miles Gaskin out, he is fighting is Breda... between him and yeah, Breda is out. Okay. Later. So Ahmed is fighting with Patrick Laird and uh the formerly known running back as Jordan Howard. So, didn't,
1: they, didn't they trade for another running back as well? Washington, DeAndre Washington?
2: DeAndre yeah. Washington there as well. So, it's yeah. cloudy, but yeah. the over-under for PPR, two and a half. Under. <laughs> You've
0: got to go under. I mean, you haven't seen them all freaking year. <laughs> <laughs> if you're taking the under.
3: Yeah, I'm going under, man.
0: Pork, are you taking the under?
1: <laughs> Heck yeah. I have right. high hopes for Patrick Laird.
0: I'm taking I hope he it. does
1: good, though. Patrick is booty.
0: I'm taking the under, y'all. <laughs> <bro>. Nate?
2: <laughs> y'all taking the under? He's projected for 2.9 points on Sleeper. Sleeper I sometimes wrong. Sleeper I at the over.
3: Sleeper you... projects me to win sometimes, and I lose, so they piss me <laughs> off sometimes.
0: <laughs> so I noticed with that, every time I'm projected to win, I lose. Every time I'm projected to lose, I still almost always lose, but sometimes I win. So <laughs> I just don't trust anything, man. Honestly, I don't <laughs> think sleepers' projections are that great. They're not that no, great. They're Their not. rankings, not, you, as, far as sleeper rankings, are not that great either. What the hell? So
1: you always lose in Sons of Dynasty
0: too, Mike. So that's on purpose.
1: I won last I week. I
0: know that. You know
1: that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I just look at your team because it's so freaking hilarious. I'm like, bro, yeah, Mike is really
0: tanking for Trevor. If you want to see a productive struggle team, I got to show you my Sons of Dynasty team. That's it a recession. Is, that's actually my favorite lineup to set because I laugh the whole time I do it. It's so bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Right, Bennett, you're gonna have another one for the Monday night game then, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I should have another. I should have two actually. I just wanted to throw on a Med in there, but uh, I need the Sunday football oh game God. and the Monday football game, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, no pressure. Whenever you're ready to do the next one, um we'll do that. So, all right. Um but before we get to that, I forgot to bring the banner up. We'll talk to you guys something about here a little bit. Hey, Listen up, fellas, because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Get some spirit fingers going for that. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. And there goes Nate. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaving pubes. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Oh, this just got real. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system, and in its spare time, they also install it into aircraft engines as well. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience, and it is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. Are you trimming your nose hair in your shower? If you're savage like that, DM me. I guess I'm the only person here. You know what? If I'm the only person here, then here's what I'm going to do. I am going to go to solo layout. Let me do that. And then let, me of, let me get rid of where's the yeah.
1: overlay? Yo. Uh, what <laughs> happened? <laughs> like, yo, might look There's like Squidward.
0: There we All go. Right, let me get rid of that. <laughs> Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. I'm hoping that it's as easy as changing the line on your weed whacker. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your manscaped routine with the weed whacker. So get 20% off and free shipping using the promo code pork 20 at the bottom of the screen right now or coming out of my mouth. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs in our holes looking nice. So again, 20% off from free shipping, going to manscaped.com and using the promo code PORK20, your balls, nose, and the Dynasty Rewind will thank you. So let me get out a solo layout here. There you go, Nate. You can come back at any point in time whenever you are ready. There you go. Welcome back, Nate. How are you? Um, I'm great. All right. So I I apologize it. All right, perfect. But I do want to just apologize uh real quick for everybody that you had me on solo layout there for a couple of minutes. But Nate's got a Monday night I bet,
2: so what do you got for us, Nate? All right. So we saw some big trades before the trade deadline. Big. Some really big trades. Huge big huge, smack huge huge trades. trades. Huge trades. Monday night football. We got Patriots versus the this.
1: Jets. Don't do it Nate. Don't do not say this be name. An incredible game. I think I know where he's going with. <laughs> I, mean, we know, the I Patriots, know where exactly he's going
2: with the this. Patriots just traded for one of the best wide receivers <laughs> in the league. Isaiah
1: Ford. He better not.
2: Isaiah Ford from the <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> so, newcomer Isaiah Ford, the guy that the Patriots traded for to save their season. <laughs> will he score over under 4 fantasy points?
3: I'm
1: going to go under.
2: It's just um, one 30-yard catch.
1: Is, <laughs> what, he, oh, um, no. is he eligible to play?
0: Yeah, that's yeah, what I was wondering. Yeah, because doesn't he have to quarantine? COVID? I don't
2: know. He's projected for points. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's in. All right. oh, shoot. oh Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but
0: I'm pretty sure. So it's over under four? Yep. All right. Um. I'm gonna take the under. Chev, you took the under as well? Yeah.
3: He isn't eligible.
0: He's not eligible. As per the FFA Aviators, so thank you. Um, so I'm really definitely taking the under, but did you want to come up with something else?
2: Okay. Well, I'll give you my Sunday night football then. Okay. Jared Cook looks good. Adam Trotman looks good. How about your boy Josh Hill?
1: Josh Hill. <laughs>
0: He's still at Joshua,
2: How many points? Joshua yeah. two points.
3: Over. Under.
2: Oh, Michael Thomas. What about Thomas Michael Thomas? Thomas. <laughs> I'm Sorry, taking I'm the under. I'm over.
0: Uh, so pork took the over. Who Chev, would you take?
3: The under under.
0: Nate, you took the under. I'm taking the under, under. as well.
1: Oh, just get, take a bum, shot.
0: Bummer, so. All right, poor
2: gloves be by himself like that. Well, going back to Monday Night Football, and the incredible game that the Patriots Jets is going to be, just like uh-huh. 2008 when they were, you know, really good. Um, <laughs> let's stick with really good wide receivers in the AF East. This guy A-F-E. was off the charts athletically, credible prospect. Big hopes for this dude. Probably That's the again. Jets' number one wide receiver. Vincent Smith.
0: Not where I was going. I thought you were going for <laughs> Sean Perryman.
2: I hate Sean Perryman. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Vincent <laughs> Smith. Going. Over under
3: three. He was actually on with uh, Dingus for the potathon, I think. And he seemed like a good dude. So I'm going to go over.
1: <laughs> I'm going to take the under.
0: Ooh. Is he the real fast dude? Sure, yeah, he was pretty fast. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, was he the guy that had the big game when I think Flacco
2: was playing? That wasn't that, that Jeff was... Smith?
1: There's
3: a couple just random Smith. people on the team.
2: There's a couple of randos there. I'm just gonna say Vincent Smith's 40 yard dash. I'm pulling it up right now because I, if I remember correctly, he's got some cool stats. So he's six foot two, one ninety-seven, four point four three 40 yard dash. I mean, it's pretty good.
3: What's not to like? it
2: out of limestone college. Limestone. Where <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> Mate, you Sean, on?
3: get on that one.
2: <laughs> I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over in this one. Vincent Smith's gonna right, get long. one reception for 25 yards.
0: All right, well, what? so Nate's what? taking you over, Chev's taking you over, Pork and I, we're taking the under. So Yeah. Because sure. Perryman's gonna come back to smash. What? What's He's back here? this week. Uh hey, oh, it's, South... <laughs> um, it's in Gaffney, South Carolina. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Limestone State, Gaffney, South Carolina. Perfect. Um, okay, Nate, by chance, were you able to come up with a Debbie player of the week yet? I was perfect. All right. So I was
2: actually talking to you guys about this guy uh, a couple of weeks ago in the nerds campus. League. I was trying to pick this guy up on waivers, but uh, Shaq Brian Shaq took my player. He bid a hundred dollars on him. So I could not get him. It is Marlon Williams wide receiver out of UCF. He's a senior this year and right now leads the entire NCAA in receptions, uh, receiving yards and receiving average per catch. Uh, he's him and Dylan Gabriel are just absolutely destroying all their composition, and I mean, it's just incredible what he's doing. I went and scouted his profile, and turned out a lot better than I thought. He was over some other prospects that I really think have a good shot this NFL draft coming up, and he looks good. He actually reminded me, you know, I actually can't remember right now, but I have it on my scouting report. I'll have to send a tweet out. But uh, this guy's—he's a big guy. He reminded me a little bit of AJ Brown. That's who it was. He's a bigger guy. He's six foot two twenty-two, so he's stocky. He runs like a running back after the catch, and, and <laughs> he's good, man. That's all I gotta say. I'll be done. I don't want to just talk about how he's good. You know, I got the stats. But
0: <laughs> thanks, Nate. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So you guys want to talk some starts and sits now? Sharts and sits? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah? All right. Chef. why don't we start with you, my man?
3: Uh, To my second favorite team in the NFL right now, the Arizona Cardinals, Chase Edmonds. Fire Mm -hmm. your boy up. Chase Edmonds has caught, I believe, six passes in three games. Uh, that he's played so far, and last week, or last game he went off for seven for like 80-something yards, 85 yards, I believe. So just in the passing game alone, he shows a lot of value. Uh, he's a guy that I'm definitely going to be firing up if I'm in, have him in my lineups, and he's a guy that we've been talking about too where uh, we knew Kenyon Drake was kind of starting to slow down a little bit, and if you picked up Edmonds when we told you to, uh should work out pretty pretty dandy for you. So I'm going to go with Chase Edmonds this week.
0: All right, absolutely love that place, I think he's gonna have fantastic wheat. Uh, pork, how about yourself? All right, pork, you might want to unmute your microphone.
3: <laughs> and we're live with Pork Man.
0: Shut your mouth,
1: Mike. I heard you. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> your what do you want from me? He's I don't you.
3: know. He's mad at you because his <laughs> mic was muted. That's great, yeah, right.
0: I, I drove down anyway. and muted your mic real quick. Yeah, you did. You. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. no,
1: I'm going to go with um the opposite of Mike of what uh he's going to say. I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins as my start of the week against Indianapolis. I, I think this. it's just a little bit better matchup. What? I do have Gus Edwards written down, too. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I'm going to go because I know you love Gus Edwards. That's
0: your boy. I want but, I want Gus Edwards to go somewhere where he has a shot to be a starter,
1: honestly. Yeah, and if you if you want to do a bet with Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, I'm down for that too. But I think they're I think they're both honestly going to have a good game. But I just think J.K. Dobbins just matches up with that defense a little bit better. Um, Darius Leonard's going to be down his throat all day, so he's going to need that speed and a little bit better contact balance um, going around the corner. So yeah, I'm gonna go with my boy from the the Ohio State University when you're starting JK how much points are you expecting
3: him to get like are you looking for like 12
1: well I well with Mark Ingram out Mm -hmm. I was I can see 12 as being a good you know a good solid floor and then with Guess Edwards he'll get like all the he'll get like the nasty yards in the middle JK Dobbins can get those PPR points um and it's, it's funny because it, to me, it kind of looks like Ray Rice when he's running, especially like when he's falling down because he's so low to the ground. So, yeah, 12, 12, 12. To, yeah, that's actually a good that's a good point total for that 12 for sure. It gets get you an 18.
0: I will say that Borkman's better at scouting running backs than wide receivers. So, it's still early, Mike.
1: <laughs> you
3: know, I, I'm kind of scared of that. RB play against the Colts, man. That Colts defense has been pretty brutal on all teams this year, man. So I don't, I would be kind of a little nervous just to start one of them. Um, well, So the, that would be tough. I'll,
1: I'll say this um, to that. They did have a little bit of a cupcake schedule this year against uh, other teams. So are you saying the Bears are Yes. <laughs>
2: <is>. <laughs> okay. Point. Their, Their point. defense
1: is good. Yeah. Offensive line is not... Yeah. Like, David Montgomery is slow. But, yeah, we'll see. That's why I can't wait. Huh? Montgomery's putting up points, though. No, he's putting up those PPR points. That's why I like that. I'm fine with that. He gives you a solid floor that you need. He just doesn't have much upside because the offensive line is so bad. I like David Montgomery. He breaks tackles, but every time he breaks the tackles, there's somebody in his face because they're gang tackling him. Yeah, and he's seeing, like, probably
3: a 1,000 guys in the box because we can't throw the ball freaking 10 yards.
1: great <laughs> because cool um, Darnell Mooney's always open.
0: He is. Darnell Mooney's it's, so good. Uh, uh, Nate Markham shared a picture with me here. This is going back to what we talked about before. Um, he shared a tweet, and this is from Lydia, at Lima Juliet Tango. Get a shorter Twitter handle, Lydia. Troy Aikman <laughs> says that 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan told him 85% of his past plays this week were designed for Brandon Aiyuk and 15% for Kendrick Bourne. He had to scrap his entire game plan due to the false positive COVID test, which forced both wide receivers to sit out. So that's a great tweet. Even better is Kyle Cooper's response. Why on earth would he admit that? He is an idiot sometimes, I swear. You really can't just game plan solely around one person. That's absolutely absurd. And then it goes on. I missed the rest of it, but I wish I could see the rest of that reply. So what if about you do else? Right.
3: What about him lying about, oh, McKinnon's legs, they're a little tired. Let's get McHasty McTasty out there. He's a starter.
0: I don't know what to tell you. Screw that
1: guy. McKinnon took all the carries. All right. right. You got
3: 14 touches. Or you get 14 snaps. Get out there, bud. He's the lead back.
2: Poor McTasty. They weren't down like the entire time. They were.
1: Yeah, they were.
0: Um, well, one of my starts this week, uh, Drew Locke against Atlanta. Atlanta allows 323.8 pass yards per game. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jr. should be a smash play, too. Maybe Noah Fant. Um, I don't know how Tim Patrick is doing. He's had that hamstring issue that he missed last week. So um, definitely check him out. But I, I still think Drew Locke could just throw it all over the yard. With me. Yeah. Um, you guys got any? I mean, yeah, you know, I'm still going to start Gus Edwards. Um, I don't know if anyone has anything else. You know, I, I guess I
2: had to say this because we had a question about it before. But start Will Fuller this week. Yes. Yeah. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, start Brandon Cook, Start both of them. Start Deshaun Watson. Start David Johnson. The Jaguars' defense is bad. Will mm-hmm. Fuller could very easily have a wide receiver one kind of game. I mean not, I, not, not saying wide receiver overall one, but top twelve finish. Yeah. He can very easily have that kind of game against the Jaguars.
0: Can I piggyback off that real quick? Can we confidently start Jake Luton if we need to? <laughs> if you need to. I, I might confident. be starting him in the league. So I'm yeah. starting him in the league. You know that. I just talked about that before. What was absurd to me is the amount of waiver claims I put in for Jake Luton this week. <laughs> 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 I put the like 10 waiver claims for the dude all over the place.
1: It's 2020, bro. Yeah, the
0: Jags.
2: Yeah, Marone was like, Luton looks good. I don't know what that means. He had a really good training camp. I will say, I remember in training camp and t- talking about how he had a really good training camp. So, I mean, I looked at Jake Luton after the draft and I was okay with it. I actually was kind of impressed because I thought originally he was going to be an undrafted kind of player. He ended up getting picked, I think, in the fifth or sixth round. Um mm-hmm. he's got some upside. So I'm actually really interested interested to see Jake Luton on Sunday. Cause I think there's something there that he can have a longer NFL career than the typical, you know, practice squad two, three years out.
0: Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um I'll <clears throat> say I'll just run through just a couple guys I got real quick. Marvin Hall against the the uh, Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Louds almost 300 yards a game. Galladay's out. It's considered week to week. In week eight, Marvin Hall, four catches, 113 yards, no touchdowns and seven targets. Defense of the week, if you need someone, Washington against the Giants. I mean, I, that defensive line is nasty. Yep. So, yeah it is. Um, hey, real quick before you guys wrap up, your guys, Jaron wants to know, Fant or Ebron?
3: Fant. I like Fant, man.
0: Fant. Ebron oh, might not play the whole game. The whole Steelers starting squad might not play the whole <laughs> game. It could, it could be it's one of those games. Bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So.
3: Mike, what are you thinking about our boy Cephas? Healthy scratch last week. That that seems tough, man. What are we doing with that guy? Holding on to him?
0: He's been a healthy scratch. I, I actually read an article. Chef, that's a really good point that you bring up. He's been a healthy scratch for a couple weeks now. He's going to have to play. Um So, this was, uh, I can't remember her name who wrote the article. That was a very good article. Um, They just want him to like practice more and get more time. And I get it. But at the same point in time, he had 10 targets the one game. Like he looked good. Mm -hmm. Why is he not on the field? You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Obviously, we're holding on to him in Dynasty. I'm not, I'm trying to attain him if I can, obtain him if I can. I'm not trying to move him. Yeah. But redraft, I'm probably not. I'm gonna play Marvin Hall over Cephas this week. Gotcha, for sure. So, um, you guys got anyone else? And then Porkman's gonna have a greasy take for us.
1: Uh, oh yeah. So everybody on the, oh well, if you're streaming quarterback and he's available because he's available in some leagues, then Roethlisberger against Dallas—that's common sense. Yeah. Um, Carson mm-hmm. Wentz made them look good, but they're not good. So, here yeah, at Big Ben, Deontay Johnson's going to eat. Claypool is going to eat. Juju probably going to eat, too. So
2: Yeah. Uh, this week, I definitely like Laviska. as always. I think they're going to be playing from behind. Texans' defense is not good. Jake Luton is probably going to throw a lot of passes to Schoenaut because not will be near the middle of the field, near the line of scrimmage. A lot of easy passes, I think, um, compared to the rest of the receivers like Cole and Chark. Also, I like... Darnell Mooney, I think Mooney's great. I think he's a start in a flex just about every week at this point. He always has yeah. like such high upside. Man, if there could just be a couple passes that Nick Foles hits, he's always open. Nick Foles just cannot connect with him. But you only need one of those to hit a game, and he is totally worth a flex. Um, there's mm-hmm. been too many times he has an easy walk-in touchdown, and just the ball is nowhere near him. Yeah. So I like him this week against the Titans. I like Jacoby Myers. Against the Jets, I think he continues to do well with Edelman out. Um, yeah. I like I like Mims too. Uh, Denzel Mims looked good in the first half last week. Coming back, um, not so great in the second half. I don't think he really had any catches in the second half. So
1: they didn't throw him the ball. Yeah.
2: So as long as Darnold is starting, I'm okay mm-hmm. with Denzel Mims yeah. this week. Yeah. I like
1: him.
3: And that, my last one is to me, Josh Allen. I know he's had a couple bad weeks, his last two weeks, but he's going up against the team, the Seattle Seahawks, who are they're going to put up points and Seattle are Buffalo's going to have to score points. So I think just Josh Allen's going to have a big game this week and he's going to have to if they want the win. So I'm rolling out Josh Allen and with confidence this
1: week.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm going with Stefan Diggs too. Yeah. I love Dix. That was my
2: guy as well. I got a sneaky start slash. DFS play maybe um, I think KJ Hamler has mm-hmm. a good week this week okay Drew Locke has been talking up KJ Hamler about the chemistry they have and how there's going to be opportunity for him and Tim Patrick is still you know I don't know what's happening in Tim Patrick if he's playing on Sunday or not mm-hmm. I think KJ Hamler should be able to get playing time and targets over to Sean Hamilton I think he should also be able to get those over Tim Patrick once he's in the system and learns it He's behind by a couple weeks because he was injured. They're playing the Falcons. It is just leading up to this point that I think this is KJ Hamler's breakout game for this season.
0: Okay, uh, Pork. You got anyone else, or you want to move over to your greasy take of the week? It.
1: that's it. All right. True. Well,
0: all right. Well, then um, I just want to say your greasy take of last week was that Denzel mens would finish as a wide receiver too versus Kansas City, and he finished. Look good. It looked good in the beginning, huh? Two of for zero touchdowns on three targets. So Porkman, why don't you go ahead and give us your greasy take of the week? Yeah, so um
1: seeing that Kenny Galladay is out and pretty much that was his handcuff, I'm gonna go with Quintess Cephas. I'm gonna believe in him. Mr. Venereal Disease. <laughs> I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a wide receiver too this week it's uh, wow. out of necessity. I mean Marvin Jones, of course, he's gonna take the, the number one corner and Marvin Hall is probably gonna be in the slot. So gas up. Well, not don't gas him up. That's just my hot take. <laughs> I think he's gonna be good. I, but I, I don't feel confident in starting him. But I think he'll do <laughs> better <by> this week. <laughs> That's saving your butt right there. You're like,
3: eh, yeah. No, don't, eh, don't start this guy. But yeah, don't,
1: don't start him, but I was I think I think he'll do good. It's I it gotta be greasy. Sometimes grease. Well, mm-hmm. grease isn't good for you, but some grease is. What if it's on a bodega cheesesteak? <laughs> Extra. It's like scoop <laughs> scoop the grease off of the flat top, put it on the meat so the bread is soggy <laughs> with some sharp provolone cheese, fried oh. and salt, pepper, and ketchup. I'm good. I what
0: I'm hearing right now, Pork. All right. Um, <laughs> no, one I'm last thing be. before we uh, wrap it up then. The intern wants to know, are you guys buying Jonathan Taylor with his value being so low? If so, what would you pay? Um, absolutely, I'm going to get Jonathan Taylor on any roster I can, except for a season Um What would I pay? You could probably get him maybe right now from a panicking owner for like a late first-round pick.
3: If you get him for that, man, you're freaking stealing. you know, like yeah, so? Yeah. Stealing. I think most you're likely,
2: I think if if I was someone who owned Jonathan Taylor and was scared, just knowing how good everyone thinks he could be, I would still probably hold out for a first and a second at the okay. least. Yeah. Okay. I think that is kind of his minimum value right now at the top of my head. Um, if I'm trying to buy him, I'm probably trying to package a, I mean, and most likely if I'm buying him, I'm in a rebuilding team. Mm. So I'm willing to package a older player. Who's looking good mm. and maybe a first round pick, maybe a second round pick I'm trying to acquire Taylor
0: that way. Okay, perfect. Um, does anyone have anything else to add to the Jonathan Taylor?
3: I'm not giving up on that guy, man. Just, you Mm-mm. better hang on to him because if you give him up, you're going to regret it. Um, I don't think all of it's on him. Maybe he's banged up a little bit. Maybe it's the line struggling a little bit with some injuries and whatnot, but I am not giving up on the guy. I know a lot of people are taking victory laps right now on him, uh, but I, I'm waiting, man. It's his first year in the NFL with COVID, with all that. Has his vision been a little bit off? Sure. But a lot of these rookies have been off, too. He's yeah. still putting up good numbers. I think this is his first game under double-digit points. So I'm still hanging on to the guy. He's still got a lot of football left in him. Don't give up on this dude. You will You will regret it. I promise you. Don't do it. His
1: biggest His biggest attribute was his vision and seeing him run straight into the offensive line with a big old hole on the left over side. And he just didn't see it. I just think yeah. he just – the the game is still moving too fast for him. Once it yeah. slows down, he's gonna eat. He's a good player, so
3: he'll be good. I mean, if you see him in open space, like he just takes off like right. a jet man. So he's gotta wait on it. It's just somebody's gotta wait on a little bit longer than what we really wanted to.
0: All right. Perfect. Um, so Chev, I believe you have something for us, Craig.
3: Yeah, I honestly I don't even have a verse. I just got a new phone, so I don't have the Bible app up and ready. Uh, but just in general, man, we're, we're living life. We're in crazy, crazy times, right? We're still counting votes. We're still in COVID times. We don't know what's going to happen with the, if we get a new president and Joe Biden. So, man, just be kind to people. We I'm, I'm seeing way too much hate on Twitter and Facebook about just getting mad at other people for who they voted for. That is the right that they have. Um, and just be kind, man. I, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we can't control anything else. Like, you got your vote. You can't control the You can only can control your actions. You can't control somebody else's action on who they voted for. Uh, you got to take it in. You got to listen. You got to hear what they have to say. If you don't agree, that's totally fine. That's what debating is all about. You don't have to agree on every single thing they talk about. But breaking friendships up for this, breaking just being angry on Twitter, I don't think that's the way that we should be handling it. And from a conspiracy tham- standpoint, like, this might just be to get us more divided. And that's kind of what scares me the most that I'm seeing is just division um, from what's been going on. And we just got to come together, man, because if we get a new president, and we're acting like this. Uh, we're going to be in trouble. And it's, it's not looking. It's not a good look. So be kind to people. Love on them. Do something nice for somebody this week.
0: All right, Jeff, I love a great message from a great man. Um, so thank you for that. And he'll have that. That app downloaded for next week, everybody. Don't <laughs> worry. You just got this phone. will you get that today, right?
3: I got it like literally an hour and ten minutes ago.
0: Okay. Not, so like, yeah. Not too long ago. You haven't had much time to do anything with it. So no
3: case. So I'm 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 playing scared right now. We're not playing to win. <laughs> playing scared. We're playing to win or playing scared like the Bears right now.
0: <laughs> well, <so laughs> thank you. Um until next time, why don't you tell everyone where we can find you on Twitter?
3: Yeah, so you can find me at Chevboyrd, boy with an I. Okay,
0: and Porkman, before you fall asleep over there, um, <laughs> where can we find you on Twitter? I'm comfy. Leave me alone. I'm <laughs> at FF Porkman. All right, and Nate, how about yourself? You're oh. on mute. Hey, you Thanks. did the same thing I did. Oh, oh no. shit! <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> find me at NateNFL. NFL. <laughs> All right, and like always, you know what I say about Nate and his twitter Mm -hmm. handle i'm gonna let it speak for itself this time just follow him you'll see what i mean if you're (laughs) you can follow me on twitter at the mbauer 85 i would prefer that you subscribe rate and review and follow this show on twitter at dynasty rewind got a lot of great things coming up next week's going to be a little bit different than usual we'll keep you updated but until then everybody be kind please rewind thank you for watching thank you for listening